0: The Intermediate Line advises a language and concept warning for the entire show.
1: Hi, this is Siri, and you're listening to The Intermediate Line with Craig and Victor.
2: This episode of The Intermediate Line is brought to you by Manic Tackle Project, the only company who knows fly fishing as well as you do.
0: And Beast Brushes, Australian-made brushes and dubbing, professionally graded natural materials, plus a full shop for all of your fly tying needs at beastbrushes.com. Actually, recording just yet, man. It's just got a. There's something wrong with the program. It tells me that it only starts recording after you've told me your secrets, and we don't record. Look, if
2: I go to the Skype app and see that it is recording, and yeah, doing a silly thing. What are you going to do, mate? Each week, what? I'm going to drive up to B Studio and slap you upside the head with a C-grade <laughs> butt tail, mate. That's what. I'm Whoa, do.
0: man! Is this is this <laughs> Calamine like the uh the pimp that works at uh, North Brisbane? We'll slap you upside the head, Martha. <laughs> i call you condomine.
2: <laughs> condomine? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Isn't that a river that flows into the Murray, darling? Yeah, I guess. Yeah.
0: If cool. if you like, mate, if that want to use that sort of euphemism, no, no problem.
2: Cool, no man. Cool. Who's Murray? Don't know. Hell of a darling, probably. Yeah. No.
0: Are you yeah. going to talk this show in, man? I think we're going to start the record by the time you're ready.
2: Yeah. Yeah, righty eh.
0: Okay, okay, you ready? One, two, you're on.
2: Welcome back, listeners, to the intermediate line with your hosts Chris and Volsey. Okay, folks. folks I'm, yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm the tall one.
2: Yes, the tall, handsome, intelligent one. With the know? pelt
0: and an, an irrational fear of monkeys. <laughs>
2: And about that, I've had another week of people sending me monkey shit, you know, like photos, videos, videos of monkey pulling, you know, Indian scalps off and stuff like that. It's pretty, pretty confronting stuff, eh? I don't want to see any more.
0: You heard it here, folks. Stop sending him monkey images. <laughs> well, don't do it. It's not yeah. funny. <laughs> leave
2: monkey alone. It's not funny.
0: Leave monkey alone. oh Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, No, nah, sweet, man. That's, uh, I think, I, I, I'm i pretty sure that our listeners are going to comply to your requests and there will uh-huh. probably be no more primate photos coming through at 2 a.m. Yeah. Is that when you're receiving them, the majority of them?
2: Some of them, yeah. Yeah, some of them. yeah the ones, the international ones. Yes. Had a, <laughs> uh, a listener from uh, South Africa. They come through at funny hours and different time zone, of course. He thinks he's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Don't do it. Please.
2: Yeah. Anyway, enough about me, man. What's this week done for you? Where are you at?
0: Uh, this week's um, quite entertaining. Um, yeah, pretty busy with work. Uh, went fishing yesterday at the time of this recording. That was eventful. Mm-hmm. It was, right. um, yeah, it took me uh, a lot longer to get to the boat ramp than I had anticipated.
2: Yeah. What happened? Yeah.
0: I. I um I went to a, a bo ramp, drove south and uh, pulled into a service station called uh, Moby Vic's um, along the highway there quite a big service station busy is lot Moby of...
2: Vic or Moby Dick
0: no no not the whale um or is uh although there is some oil there it's Moby Vic
2: Moby Vic is it really yeah
0: really. yeah I don't know where they get the name from
2: I seem to remember this place was this um.
0: It might it might not be called maybe Vicks anymore. That's just what I remember it's been
2: called. Yeah, right. Did it? Is this place you did a wheel bearing once? I did. Yeah, have done that. Yeah, yeah. I've got a bit of advice for you. Stop going there. <laughs>
3: That's true.
0: I forgot about that. Oh, was no, no. That was the that was the BP down the road a bit further. Was you know, it like that one? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't go this far that time. But, okay. um, so yeah, no, right. this was this was a different service station yet on the same route, same highway. Right. But uh, I get there and I try to fill up. Put fuel in my boat and the car at the same time, so I pull up at the two bowsers, and my boat's just the the my boat and car setup is the right distance so I can get, you know, bowser eight and bowser nine, so to speak, you know. Um, <laughs> so I pulled up there and I realised I wasn't the boat wasn't in the right place. Like, turn the car off, look behind myself, made a decision it wasn't far enough. So within less than thirty seconds the tight, decided to turn the car back on. Uh, dead battery. Wow. Yeah. Ah, uh, look, it's my fault. The battery's been in my in my in in the car since 2016. <laughs> it's had a pretty good wicket, you know, you could say. Uh, but for whatever reason, it decided that that day was the end of its life. And um, I had to call RACQ at uh, 6 a.m. in the morning. Remember, the service station is just full of high-vis, tradies everywhere, all wanting to use that bowser and get a pie and an ice break. Probably take a dump in the bathroom there, I don't know. But um, I sat had to sit there, <laughs> rubbing it in their faces that someone was going fishing with a boat, at the service station for an hour, waiting for a battery. Uh, actually, an hour and a half. I was there by the time they fitted the battery, and I got to go. Pretty oh, pretty man. shitty.
2: That sucks too. You know, with the boat on the back, it would have been hard to, to push it. You know, that's a, that's a tough um. Oh, yeah, tough yeah it's an auto.
0: What? You you can't. Oh, you good. could you could push. You put it in neutral, I suppose. But um, yeah. yeah. But uh, no, know you, you couldn't push it. Um, you know what? The funny thing was, like the RCQ rocked up and he backed up and he goes, "I can't work on it here. I got I got to tow you out of here because, because the risk of working near the petrol and electrical spark." Fair enough. So uh, I sat there and I said to the dude, "Let me just try and start it," and it started. And I and I moved away from it. And um, so that was that was a kick in the nuts as well, just the fact that it started. But probably good, probably good that it started there anyway. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> It was a real um, It was a real test of uh, Patience You know um, Nothing you can really do about it Out of your control Just taking deep
2: breaths uh-huh. Sure Sure
0: Yep And uh, getting through it Did you get on the water? Yeah Eventually got on the water um, Way later I missed I missed the stage of the tide That I wanted to I only got a very short window And mm. Yeah no I, um, Like uh, I've been
2: They're your favourites Aren't they?
0: Yeah, sure. uh, actually, most of those sessions sort of work out when that happens. Like you get there late, and like yeah, you know, it, it's it's not the end of the. A lesson bloke probably would have gone, you know what? Fuck it, I'm going home. Screw you, I'm going home. But uh, not me. Uh, anyway, so I launched. I've been fishing Amazing. this era, in like in in this winter, I've been trying not to fish for bass so much, <laughs> trying to shake the name freshwater Chris a little bit. Um, so I've been <laughs> um, <laughs> been been searching out new ground. Yeah. And, uh, in, in like the last session I went there, I found fish. Um, and, um, but the session is like three, three sessions before it, you know, I wasn't in this area and I, uh, I didn't find fish, but, uh, sorry, the third session ago, which would have been the the third out of about five, maybe six sessions, five, I think it'd be safe to say, mm-hmm. um. I, I I sort of found fish, but I could see it wasn't the right stage of the tide. You know, like they were too deep and they were skittish and all that sort of stuff. And uh, I went back there at the right stage of the tide, converted a couple of little fish. But yeah, you went back yesterday and got a couple of nice fish in pretty shallow water. It was good. And um, um, and then that window, I only had about like an hour before that tide change. And then they just turned into a different animal and wouldn't eat. But I was lucky to get there at that right stage of the tide and, and get it done. Really small bite, window, know, but... Yeah, yeah, cool. Got a, a couple of a couple of nice queenies, and um, took a photo of one of them. And that one I had to revive quite a bit. So the second one I just caught and, and let it go.
2: Can I ask a question on the, on a change of the tide? Was there a, was there a change in temperature or even a wind shift, or any change?
0: Oh, there's yeah, it was because the change that that morning oh, that was that was another fuck part of the day. You know, like the forecast was so wrong in the Wesley and and the ramp that I launched at was you know facing that South and it was waves were breaking on the fucking boat ramp. It was just such a mission. And, um, but anyway, I got out there, but yes, mate, um, like I, I fished it while at Wesley was still going. I got to where I was going when the Wesley was going, uh, which was pretty ordinary in some parts. Most of the parts I get to are pretty protected, but yeah, got out there and yeah, as soon as that turned southeastly was around that tide change. And it's pretty common. Like that wind changes around the tide change. I see it a lot. I'm sure. Other people have as well. Mm yeah um but yeah no and it ended up being a quite a nice day it was like but the fish had changed their mood you know by the time the wind had chilled out and stuff like that it was um it was like a a five knot southeasterly it was really nice not a cloud in the sky it was great yeah good did a bit of scouting looking looking at other places and looking whatever food sources were on the flats around the place and looking at temperatures and things like that on the flats and stuff like that just doing some observational work yeah um so it was good Getting a baseline
2: for later on in the
0: year. Oh, it's, you know, this place is, um, I was, I nearly said where it was a second ago. Look, I've said in my post that where it is in like the body of water, such a big body of water. And I did that because, you know, people, people go, they send you a message where you've been. I just figured if I say the general error on the post, no one's going to ask me to send them a GPS mark. And if they did, I fully feel feel within my rights to ignore them, (laughs) you know, but, um, yeah, so it was. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 a place that I've I've often ignored in in search for deeper water in that area, um, not thinking that anything would be living in there, uh, you know, or, or you know, or not hearing of anyone. I don't know anyone who's fished that area like like that. But as uh, as fly fishermen uh, in that area, like it's um, it's quite strange. Like I've I've known it about it for so long, and I've always gone north or. Or, or or you know like the far away areas to go fish flats just it just not thinking that it would ever be there question but, why did
2: you what did you change your uh, mo on this trip do you see what i did there mo mo
0: yeah yeah I did yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um well as like i said at the beginning like i was sort of tongue in cheek joking like i i found myself getting in a rut in previous years at this time of year and uh you know we talk about it a lot on the show like you know and and i really as far as your expectations of your results—that meaning, like—is a donut calculable over one day, or is a donut calculable over a season? And I'm starting to give myself a lot more time frame in what I consider <laughs> to be a success or not. You know,
2: being gent- more gentle on yourself there with your donuts. <laughs> yeah. You <know? laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm watching the uh, – I don't have sprinkles anymore, you know. Uh, <laughs> I get jam-filled donuts, you know. It's, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm all about low, low GI, you know, like a drawn-out period, you know.
3: Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Uh, but that's it, man. That, that's why I changed it. It's just, just like in, – in previous times, just things like that, you'd go out and you go, okay, I'll go and have a look around. Nothing happened. I'm never going back there again, you know. So I'm trying to sort of work my way out of that mentality, I guess you could say.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's always good to keep mixing things up because, you know, every now and again we've we've spoken about falling into to patterns, you know, f- into habits and repeating successful patterns and repeating unsuccessful ones. Yeah, you know, and um, you know, there's good reasons to do both because eventually you'll break that pattern, whether it's successful or unsuccessful. And you know, it looks it depends on how how um, you know what what period you consider. The success to be, you know, ultimately is if if it's if it's worthwhile persisting with that or not, you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. You're right, mate. And every day is a school day. You learn all sorts of shit, you know, doing that sort of stuff. And there's something in not giving up when there's nothing happening, you yeah. know, and, and, and agree, being forced yeah. to, forced to think outside the square, you know. Yeah, and and just as like I said earlier, like um working on some observational stuff, you know, like going and have a look and seeing what food source is around or what's where it is and having a look at the temperature there as well. Like some of the deeper water can push different different temperature water up on the flats in one flat compared to other yeah. areas, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a weird thing, eh? Like sometimes you'll even see it at the beach, you'll be in the water, you'll find like a cool patch of, patch of water and, you know, there'll be a warm patch, you know, it, or just up yeah. from it. It's just weird why that shit happens sometimes.
0: Remember where we were at your pool at that time, and you said that about your pool, like a warm patch just come through, and uh, and, uh,
2: and like a sucker, you fell for it, man. You were going. Oh, I, I, I actually, I I
0: yeah. thought I was the uh, producer of that warm patch because uh, I didn't want to get out. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, um, yeah. You're too nice.
2: Yeah, people aren't going to believe that though
0: because. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, good reversal, yeah. mate. No, I'll that one. <laughs> I that look in the photo, life.
2: man. It looks like it was. Uh, it looks like it was pretty cold, but. Um, was, you you're
0: by yourself though, right? The photo, the photo looks like it was cold.
2: <laughs> Just segwaying, dude.
0: Uh, uh, yeah. Well, it wasn't that cold. I was standing in the water. Yes, um, it was uh, bearable. I didn't uh, lose any extremities in the in the process. But yeah, no, was, uh, I got a bit of a trick with taking selfies. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, I was fishing by myself. But I have to get photos for work. You know, really, at the end of the day, my my job is fishing. Um,
2: yeah, it sounds good.
0: You, yeah, yeah, it's a uh, oh mate, it's great, everyone should do it. It's great, mate. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, the grass yeah, is man. so much greener over here, it's awesome. Um anyway, um <laughs>
2: I've so seen I go, I, done to you, mate. I've seen what working in the fishing industry has done to you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Someone said it the other day, like, that's a fair bit of grey in your beard then I'm like, Well dirk, and I live I work in the fucking fly fishing industry as if it's not gonna be <laughs> I'm only yeah.
2: 18. <laughs> 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 Tough life. Yeah, yeah it's um, turned you into even bigger prick, hey? You thanks, know, mate. But, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so that was when your workplace becomes social media.
2: Oh, no. I know you doing? Anyway. Yeah, no, I mean,
0: I've got a bit of a trick I'll, I'll share with you and the listeners on the show because it's uh, pretty cool. I got shown this a little while ago. Uh, uh, it's just a, like I take all my photos on my phone basically now i used to i got a dslr i used to take it out with me but unless someone could hold it and take a photo and understand how it works and understand the rule of threes you know it was rare to get a a decent shot that um that worked really well so what i do is i uh i got like you can get tripods that or little um even flexible holders that clamp onto anywhere that's what i've got i've got this little um arm that it's like a flexible um a flexible arm if you like just um I don't know how to describe it. Telescopic, not even, not even telescopic. Doesn't fold out, but it's just a flexible length of tube, if you like, for lack of a better term. And on one end is a clamp, a universal clamp that's plastic, and it got like a soft pad on. At the other end, holds your phone. So I just, I did, in that circumstance, I just clamped that onto my gunnel, and um, and faced it out. Uh, so I was facing the sun, and then I put my phone on and I set it on um, 4K and I put it on video. Yep and then um so I, I film it and then what you do after that there's apps you can get i use an app called frame grabber and um you can go through each frame and it's 4k and it's got more pixels than your than your still photo you know it's better better resolution than the um than the photo than the camera takes um yeah it makes makes great photos it's a good way to do it because you can scroll through it through to a frame where you're not doing it pulling a stupid face or you know the fish might be wriggling around like if you're trying to keep a fish really green you know and they have they're wriggling around all the time you can always pick a pick a frame that the fish is in the best light you can also see you know it's much easier to see the screen and you can hold the fish where you want it and all this stuff it's yep. a good tip you know for um for taking selfies that's for sure
2: so what is it called again screen screen grabber uh
0: frame grabber
2: frame grabber
0: yeah, mm. right. yep yep so and it's, it comes um, out
2: better than the actual high-def uh photo setting on, on your gopro
0: uh, well, see, your, your photo setting's only going to be, um, the photos on GoPros are, are always no, notoriously not as good as the video, uh, as far as resolution's concerned. You know, 4K is about, you know, as bad as ducks nuts as you're going to get. Um, I believe the new GoPros have got 5K or something like that. Um, mm. but your phone takes it, you can shoot, you can videotape in your phone, video on your phone in 4K. And for a file that's only like, I mean, that file I took there for that thing was only like maybe 30 seconds long. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's not going to take up much room on your camera at all, and you're only taking a couple of frames from it, you know.
1: Yeah. I always sure. do
0: the obligatory headshot, which I'll, I'll put up eventually, but uh, as well as the grip and grin. And I do the going too because I got advice from some of, the, some of the people I know that told me, what was it? What was I quoted? It doesn't look – what did J-Dog say today? Um, I like these photos of you smiling. It doesn't look like someone just kicked your dog. When you've got eyes Like Josh Radloff Like 40-40 vision yeah. You pick up on these Sort of details <laughs>
3: so Yeah
0: One time Alex Roy Told me You gotta take photos So it looks like You're enjoying What you're doing I said I do enjoy What I'm doing He said well you should smile said, Okay Yeah So yeah, do you do you smile for your fishing photos?
2: Depends what I'm holding, mate.
0: Yeah, you know, what do you got some, to be happy about, mate?
2: <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> 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 it's coming round to that time of uh, fish photo time, hey, for you. It's not far yeah,
2: away. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yep, fingers crossed, Th- mate. Yeah, uh, yeah hopefully there's no, no lockdowns. So mm-hmm.
0: We haven't done tips in the in the intro for a long time. I know people get a lot out of the tips and everyone likes taking taking nice photos of themselves and uh that's a that's a that's a that's a good one in, in from my my opinion even even when you're fishing with someone else just get them to film it because you know photos are sometimes really hard to capture that actual instant moment you know everything has to a lot of stuff has to line up depends on how vain you are you know i'm extremely vain and uh it's really important to me that everything gets looked right and well and then we'll go through some touch-up software after that am i like, kidding there's nothing like that <laughs>
2: <laughs> nah. Just no, gotta, um, you, you lost me at Vane, mate I, I've seen you uh, I, I, I wouldn't describe you as Vane, you know
0: thanks mate nah.
2: yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah Um, I like
0: consider myself down to earth like literally face down in,
2: <laughs> in the earth
0: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so yeah. <laughs> uh, I appreciate it man Coming from a man Who looks after his pelt As well as you do That's um That's yeah. fine words I appreciate it
2: It's a finely groomed pelt You know It's, yeah. it's a thing of beauty Very, very <laughs> proud of it mm-hmm.
0: So we've got an interesting guest on This week We've got uh We've got young Tyson Palmer on And um So Tyson Is uh Is a young fella who's Is a fishy dude And um Lives in mm-hmm. Lives in Cairns I think he's based there Cairns. I'm pretty sure he is Um I could be wrong, and we'll learn as to whether I'm wrong or not. Surely, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, like, like last week we had Stalo on, who's a who's a somewhat of a conduit between conventional and and fly fishing. Tyson is an all rounder as well in that respect, so he'll um, he'll fish fly and conventional. But it'll yep. be interesting to get his thoughts from someone as to, you know, why he does it, you know, what, what it means to him and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, we'll learn a little bit about the uh, the man, the myth as well, I'm sure.
2: Yes. I'm looking forward to talking to Tyson. He's he's one of those um, – I don't want, don't want to use the word heroes, <laughs> but he, he's one of those guys just gets it done. He's fishy um, and he, uh, he certainly uh, – his, his Instagram page is – Visually delicious There's a lot of cool Looking fish on there and, Visually um, delicious Like I like it You like it Yeah
0: Yeah, You're an adjective farm It's great
2: <laughs> It's a smorgasbord Yeah mm.
0: Cool Well shall we get him on then
2: Let's do it man Let's get him on
0: Have you finished The Dutch rudder
2: The Dutch rudder
0: or Did Are we you start ta- You're talking sure about we... How good he was Then for a second
2: No, no You're yeah. not
0: finished You want to keep going
2: No No We're done We're done Get him on
0: Alright, no, right, it's cool. Can't say I didn't give you plenty of opportunity there, hey? the
1: the no. The
0: so, so you've definitely listened to us before, Tyson. So you you know, you know what's happening, right?
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so man. You,
0: so you're you're all good with the way that we normally talk and, and like that, there's nothing that's off the, off the table? No,
4: nah, no, nah, hook in. Yep.
0: So you definitely know what you're getting yourself in for, you know, you're basically just uh, uh, giving us consent for everything, right? Then, yeah?
4: Yeah, hook in, bro.
0: Alright, mate.
3: You? <laughs> <you. laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, welcome back, folks, and on the line right now, we have Tyson, the man, Palmer. How are you, mate?
4: Not too bad, guys. How are we going?
0: Good, thanks, mate. How how long have you had the man in your nickname? Of your like, as a nickname, is when people say your name for?
4: Oh, it's sort of been on and off. eh? like there was a stage when I was a bit younger where I, I sort of it it left the old middle name section. Yep. yeah. It sort of moved towns and and it took a little while before it catched catch back on again. But um, yeah, it's been pretty solid the whole way along. Yeah, nice, nice. Too bad, eh? Yeah, do you, yeah. Do you still have the man uh, the, number plates? Uh, I've had to just pull them off the old car and put them back onto this new one, sure. but uh, getting the, the rego transferred and all that sort of stuff takes a little bit, eh? Yeah, that'll
0: probably wouldn't be. It probably wouldn't be too bad when you've got that, that t-shirt that says it right. <laughs> 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 it'd be easy to travel from town to town, just going to random places, pubs and stuff with a shirt that says the man, and I reckon it'd be a conversation starter. Yeah, I've
4: had to edit it, so... <laughs> Like have if you put on, to put on the top of it. I like to be called the man. <laughs> <laughs> starts to work it out.
0: Yeah, and if he's not getting a reaction, then this is what I suggest get get a nicker and then write under it, if you don't call me this, I'll punch you in the head, you know?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that normally gets people, you know, talking and friendly and yeah.
2: yeah. This one. Like yeah.
0: yeah, particularly yeah. in those uh those western town pubs, yeah. you know. I, it's, it's
2: good it's good. Of, it, yeah, it's reassuring when you pull up and and you see someone with that number plate. The man, you know, the guy, you know, doesn't identify as non-binary, so you know, <laughs> he's, he's got his pronouns sorted out. Yeah that's, imp- <laughs>
0: yeah, that's important, especially when you pass through the COVID belt down south. You know, those guys, those people, pronouns are very important down there. Um, <laughs> mate. Well, look, hey, you know, I guess I want to say thanks for thanks for um joining us, mate. Like it's um you're up in uh, Weeper at the moment, yeah.
4: Yeah, so I've been up here for about a week now and um, just finished packing, actually. So I'm in town at the moment just camping on, on the floor at a mate's joint. And, um, yeah, we are finished packing the boat and we're sending tomorrow morning bright and early for five or six days. So I'm oh, yeah. camping on the boat and throw fluff around for a few days, so it should be
0: nice. So you're going to camp on the boat, did you say?
4: Mm, yeah. yeah. Nice. Filled with juice and got swags and the fridges in the cast deck and and just full send.
0: That's mad, dude. So where where uh like uh, I I want to ask you where you're going, but I don't want you to um you know give it away. Uh, if uh, how much do you want to tell us, mate? I'm I'm interested to know about this trip.
4: Oh, so any, I reckon anyone that fly fishes has sort of got a bit of an idea about Weeper and where you know, where the the better sort of fly fishing sort of mm-hmm.
0: ground. Oh, you're not going out to – yeah, well, there's no island to go. You, you're going up the yeah. beach you know, are you?
4: Yeah, it is all, sort of all beach stuff. There yeah. is a, there is a lot of country up here. I did do a little day trip out of Weeper here yesterday. It's been pretty windy, and, and the clouds are driving me mad. So the morning comes in nice, but then about sort of 12, 30, one o'clock, big clouds come across and, yeah, start to get the shits with it. But um, I think yesterday started off mainly just chasing tuskies and whatnot, but seeing, you know, three solid tuskies, big G on the flat, big school of the milkies, and I seen two schools of permit. Like, it's, uh, there was another four bastards as well. Like, it, it's, it just blows your mind. And this is all within, you know, four hours, four yeah. hours of the flat, and ready to pack up and move up here like it's it is it's place in the world for sure how good they got it
0: yeah Weepers epic dude for sure it's it's um yeah it's incredible part of the country that's for sure Mm -hmm. so are you there are you there purely on holidays at the moment are you
4: yeah so i work um i work fifo i actually work up in the territory so i live in cairns and work week on week off so i've taken annual leave for this trip it's been coming for a while i just finished building the off-road trailer for the boat and whatnot was sending it with the old trailer but it was just sort of like a highway jobby Mm -hmm. every time i'd get home i pretty much have to rebuild it so i've pulled the pin and spent a bit of dollars and done it properly this time
0: so um i've seen that on your socials so you got an independent suspension trailer now yeah
4: yeah, like an under- off-road trailer, off-road, basically. It'll be, yeah. Yeah. A floor bar and all sorts of gadgets on it, but um, yeah, it just means that more of this remote stuff can sort of go down, you know. Yeah. But yeah, so you do for work and that. If I take one week off, I got three weeks um, annual leave up my sleeve, so I can sort of fill a fair bit in into three weeks. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So where's your whip? Is that that's that living Cairns? So you've driven from Cairns up the development road, and then um and then to Weeper, yeah. We've been with you, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah, so nice. Miss has come up with me. Um, she did the first week, and I put her on the plane on Monday. She's going back to work, and then um I go for five or six days with my mate that lives here, and then I've got another mate that's flying in. When's that? Tuesday next week or something? Yeah. For another five days and then I head back home again and go back to work.
0: Oh, that sounds – that's it's even depressing to hear, you know? <laughs> I'm totally <laughs> envious. Sorry
4: sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. It's <laughs> <Sorry, laughs> oh, a cool trip, man. What
0: what sort of planning goes into something like that?
4: Um I've been doing it for a while, eh? So it's yeah, it's it's all sort of places that I've been to before and, um, yeah, I've sort of got all the, all the gear and I, and the car and all that type of thing. So it's, it's sort of nothing, nothing that hasn't been done before, but I mainly look, you know, up, up in this part of the world, you sort of want your clear skies and the wind's got to be blowing in a certain direction to keep water clean. And, um, yeah, if, if you're fishing the east coast you sort of want to push it out to the later end of the year so that you can get some better weather um but yeah just all those sort of things hey eh? tides and with my work and whatnot I'm the supervisor where I'm at so I've got to try and work it in with that I've got to be able to take be able to roll mm-hmm. So um yeah I kind of just book it and send it
0: yeah, it's that's yeah. That sounds sweet. So, yeah, excuse me, sorry, very unprofessional. Be um, burping and coughing over this uh, as a as a broadcaster, but um, <laughs> I did want to get into that a little bit more. I had those plans of getting into it, but I do find it interesting, you know, because uh, it's something that you know, uh, fly fishermen are always looking for that that greener pasture and and traveling and all that sort of stuff. But yeah. uh, you know, it sounds like you you know, like through experience, you already already had the the Forby and um, you know and um, and the trailer's a recent thing. You know, that's just, that's just, that's just pretty good peace of mind, you know, like, it's a smart yeah. move, really, at the end of the day, particularly when that development track's renowned for bus and boats up and trailers up, that's for sure, you know. So was it yeah. it, been, it wouldn't have been. It would have been that carved up at that time of year, though, would it?
4: It wasn't too bad coming up. Yeah. Um, it, it definitely has been worse. But um, in saying that, like before I got this new boat, I was running, you know, something a fair bit smaller. I had a 460 Renegade. And, you know, it's a hell of a lot more affordable for, you know, anyone can go and get one of them or something similar. And you can be doing all of this sort of stuff as well. You know, that was a great boat. And we used to pull on all sorts of adventures out of that. Mm. But when you start to go up to that six-meter size, it, it does. it Everything just emphasizes and gets a hell of a lot more deer fuel car everything up. we tried to pull um this new boat with the old car we used to have a mitsubishi triton
3: mm-hmm.
4: and the first time we tried to tow it up the pdr we ended up turning it into a banana and then had to limp it home with the cracked chassis uh, <laughs> yeah
0: it's, uh, that must have been relaxing
4: it was excellent. Yeah, i remember yeah. rolling into um camp spot there and i'm um, there was a lot of grass, like high grass and I just thought it was that and then we went for a bit of a walk and come back. I'm like, nah, that doesn't look good, eh? And get under the car and have a look and massive big crack in it. The hell are God. we gonna do now? You know, like how the hell are we gonna get home? Start panicking for a bit, but Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> always
0: That's <laughs> wild, man. So it's um what boat have you got now? <laughs> Excuse me.
4: It's a, a twenty fifty stabbycraft Frontier. Yeah, so it's still an aluminium rig um and just just a bit of peace of mind you know it would be nice to be able to go fiberglass but to be towing it on the dirt and all of that it's a lot easier with an alloy alloy sort of rig eh?
0: oh for sure i mean there's pluses and minuses with, with both for for towing and and stuff like that for sure like yeah. i mean i got a little glass boat and there's some places down here that i, I just can't go you know like uh Listeners who know, know, but, uh, you know, like the road into lentils, for example, you know, it's just crazy corrugations. A small child could hide between them, you know, no problem. But, uh, and my, my boat would just be ground down like one, one track to that thing, you know, so, you know, for, for doing that stuff that you're talking about there, I mean, you can obviously do it with glass boats, but you know, setting up the trailer for them and, mm. you know, the, the damage that can be done to them is, um, is, is pretty bad. I guess the, the flip, the flip side to it is that glass can be easier to repair on the road as well um if you had to yeah um you know it's it's hard hard to rig up a a, a welder if you crack or something like you put a crack in or something like that. but then again a boat like that that you've got it it's, it's so well made anyway you know you're not, you're not talking about a, a a hornet trophy here you know
4: mm.
0: yeah. split, split treks <laughs>
4: yeah that's well, well the old quintrex i had wasn't too bad but in saying that when i first got it she was cracked and riddle with us, so I had to do a lot of repairs but she'd come good in the end
0: yeah yeah I I, I say that from our uh, split tracks from experience as well actually uh, I split yeah. my split my um I had a Hornet a long time ago I probably took a place that it shouldn't have gone but still yeah <laughs> yeah I yeah. love it yeah <laughs> it's all part of my, my own personal development jumping <laughs> that boat was great <laughs> it
4: make you a little bit shorter at the same time
0: yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah.
0: It can be bone jarring, that's for sure. But still, like even those boats, like they had a they had a, a pod on the back, like well on. Like I remember seeing footage of people going to Weepo and, and that thing just hanging off, you know, like from the from the corrugations and the um yeah. the ridges in the road and stuff. So, yeah, you know, the setup you sound like you got there's it's it's not only peace of mind on the water, but just peace of mind for the travellers. You do a bit of travelling, yeah, like that, huh?
4: Yeah, yep, yeah. I definitely like to get away, eh? Sort of pick somewhere on the map and suss it out, and then yeah, work out how I can get there. Whether whether you can drive there, or whether you got to fill it with fuel and um, travel by sea, you know.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Sort of what makes me tick, anyway. Sort of getting as far away as possible.
0: Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you can, you know. Yeah. No, for sure, mate. I, I agree. It um, you can see that. You can you can see that in your in your social media page for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. That's... Just, just on that, Tyson. Um, where can um, normally at the start of the in- interview we get we get people to tell you um, that we we tell people where you're where we can find you on on Instagram. So, um, and where do we send a mate? Is it Tyson Palmer with just an underscore at the end? That's a one, mate. Yeah, yep. So, pretty straightforward. Just Tyson Palmer with
4: an underscore, and um, I can't even remember what the the little pictures there i think it's a gt on a on a skinny flat as well
2: yeah it's a hell of a good looking flat mate it's got nice white clean sand and big gts
4: that look. is big flat flat i'll have to give you the co- coordinates for that one at the end of this that's that's probably right. my favorite part in the world yeah. that
0: one. we can include that in the fee mate that's no worries yeah. at all
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah look um just looking, having a have a having a perv at your um at your Insta page, mate. It's um it's pretty full on I see a lot of lot of variety both in um in fish species and locations and techniques, mate. Um I, I guess, you know, we I can see the boat there, it looks fantastic in the trailer. Uh, permit, doggies, uh, nanny guys, dog yeah, more dog tooth, queenies, tuskies, one of my favorites. Big barrels, mate, you you're across it all, mate. Have you got a favorite you'd like to chase? Um
4: at the moment I reckon it is sort of anything on fly. Right. So Yeah, done a lot of fishing and that in the years and, and I guess fly is just something that's new to me. So you know, you sort of pick up something that's different and you and you wanna run with it. So yep. Yeah, tuskies you do um and I suppose they still do. Every time I see a tusky on a flat, I get a little bit jittery. But
2: yeah, same here. Yeah. I get excited, yeah. eh? Like, I, I, yeah. can't, I can't explain it. It just, yeah. it just makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you go and put it all
4: together so you can actually present it and yeah. try and make it work, only for them to
2: buy you and piss off anyway. <laughs> I, I think that's part of the charm of them, mate. You know, yeah, you're not guaranteed to getting an eat, and if you if you do hook one, you're not guaranteed to landing it. There's a nah, there's a lot nah. of um a lot of fuckery going on in there. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's, yeah. Um, what was the catalyst for you to pick up the fly rod, dude? Um, I reckon
4: I reckon it was the actual Tuskies To be honest, like I remember Matty Schultz when he started posting those videos of. You know the flat, really nice flats, seeing them big blue fish on the flats, and then and then landing them. I reckon yep. it was watching stuff like that that actually, you know, yeah, I might give this a crack. That you know, it looks like a world of fun, and and then yeah, I remember when I actually did start to give it a crack, and I just about threw it at the wall too.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: that, um, sound,
0: that sounds that about par for the course. I think a lot of people <laughs> like that. Yeah. What what yeah. was it? So sorry, you're all right,
4: mate. Please continue. Once you once you did pick it up, it was it was super frustrating at the start, but um I don't reckon there's anything more relaxing now eh? Than, yeah, okay. than throwing loops and that. It sort of does something for you, I reckon. Well, it that's does, anyway.
3: Okay,
0: yeah, that's sort of what I was going to lead on to here, like uh, um I'm sure there'll be a lot of people that are probably, you know, inspired by your page, like you've probably been following you, you know, before your journey into fly fishing and watched you get into it um, that may have also picked it up and might be at that stage now where they're like, fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What What is it that, besides the, the species that you can catch, I mean, clearly you could, you could catch these species on, on lures if you wanted to, but what was it that made you persist with fly fishing?
4: I reckon it was, and I was only talking to a mate about it the other day, um, and I think it was we seen a photo of a golden, so a big golden trevally, and you know, Mm. like back in the day, you'd catch them on jigs and whatnot, and you wouldn't even bring it in the boat to get a photo, you know, like you just drop it off both side, get rid of it, and drop back down for a nanny or a trout or something like that. Mm. But as soon as you pick up a fly rod you know you see a big big golden on a flat or something it just changes everything and it's like a reset and you go back to the start and everything's fresh again
0: Mm. um that's what it does for you so basically what you're saying is i mean take out of the conversation that the species that you named it's basically rejuvenating your interest in fishing yeah so it's i mean it's because it's pretty common and i guess i'm just i'm just sort of asking to sort of see if you feel this way too but you kind of get, uh, I wouldn't say bored with fishing, but you get you get sort of uh, complacent with mm-hmm. um, with catching stuff on lures. Um, is that sort of where you're at? Yeah, like yeah. it's um,
4: yeah, it's it's like, more a, like what's next type of thing.
0: It's yeah. Well, lures might have. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it may have been somewhat predictable for you, whereas. Um, you know, there's 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 a lot more a lot more things that have got to line up for for to catch that goldie on the flat that you previously hadn't rated as a species. Yeah, is that what you mean? Hundred percent. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. You need them all to align to be able to you know have a decent day on the flat. That's for sure. And it yeah. does. It gets frustrating, but when it when it all comes together, it's you know you might go out, you'll spend eight hours on a flat and catch one fish, but you go home and you are pumped. Hey. Mm. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Like it's, uh, it's, it's, it, it's, goal setting. I guess you could say it's probably yeah. more than, um, more than, more than gathering, I guess you could say. Yeah.
4: Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so there's going to be there. Um, all everyone sees is the photo, but the amount of trips, the hours that you drive and, and the time spent on the water to just get that one fish, it, it's mind blowing. eh? And you sort of tell people that don't get fly fishing. You know, yeah, this is the third time I've driven all the way down south from Cairns. You know, eight hours drive, spend three days on the water, and I've only just caught this one fish. And they're like, what, what, what the fuck, man? Like, what, what are mm. you doing? But, but for someone that gets it, they they sort of know, eh? And and it is. It was great. I'll have to send you a video of when when I brought this fish in. Oh, I think I might have even sent it to Voltsy.
2: You did, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to throw him up, mate. The guy's a gibbering mess. He was, um, <laughs> he was, a, he was. What's the, what's the term? A hot mess. He was, he was, mate. He was all over the place. He was oh, just totally stoked out. It was I amazing. To
4: put on the story, eh? But there's way too much swearing in it to be putting it anywhere. That
2: video.
0: Well, you're in the right place here, mate. That's for right sure. Place
2: here, mate. Yeah, you, can, yeah. you can say what you like, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. what,
0: what, describe, because I got, I got no idea what, what species, all I know so far is you've driven eight hours south of Cairns to, uh, to, for three days and you caught one species. What was it?
4: Tusky.
0: Okay. So this is, the, okay. So have you caught fish on, let me, let me, let me ask a series of questions here to get to the, paint the picture if, if you don't mind. Like, had mm-hmm. you caught fish on fly? I mean, I know you said earlier that this is the fish that developed or fostered the interest of fly fishing for you. Yeah. Had you caught fish on fly before you caught your first Tusky?
4: Oh yeah, 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 for
3: sure.
4: Yeah, so, yeah. This is that was only fairly recent. That that tusky, but yeah, I think i had um four perms under the belt, queenies, barras, all sorts of shit. But um, the tusky <laughs> is the one that really, yeah, it really started it.
0: So yeah, so all all these fish obviously were very cool here, you, you know. Like I mean, some glam species in that list, but there was always. That fish on the pedestal being the tusky, yeah,
4: yeah, for sure. And yeah, the met- right. And a meter bars.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's. Uh, have, you done, have you
4: done that yet, mate, on fly? I did. Yeah, I got. So I remember when I first sort of started, that was what I wanted to try and get was that meter meter bar. Yeah. And I got a ninety nine. Um, pretty early piece, and that was that was insane. Um, and then it took a couple of years and I did earlier this year, I got a meter six Wow. it was not long after, um, those, those permit and that as well. I had a, a wicked, wicked sort of a run there for a while.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, mate, let me go back to that, that Tusky circle back there for a bit there with that one. Um, just to get an idea of like, I mean, when obviously our format is audio, people aren't seeing any video from it. But I just want to sort of um, sort of get an idea of the gravity of this, you know, because, like, you talked about this video where, you know, you're a blubbering mess and, you know, you're obviously wrapped and decide yourself to achieve that goal.
3: Yeah.
0: Had you had shots at Tuskies before that? Were, like, were Tuskies, like, you know, like, like let me ask. make this a two-part question. Had you had shots at them and were they early on in your career as well?
4: Um, I, yeah, I'd had many shots at them. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, there was probably a year and a half before I caught this one. I went down with the missus and we did a bit of a trip and um, had a couple of shots at them. And then I I got the shits with them and left them for a while. And then um, I had another shot before I went down and had these these three consecutive trips, one after the other, because I just had to get make it happen. But another mate of mine, um, Wade, we did a little bit of a trip and we went and chased him and he ended up hooking three of them landed one and uh yeah i ended up just staying on the electric until he actually landed it and then it, it got pretty late in the day so i didn't <coughs> a chance Sorry. on that for that trip
0: but so, um, so can you say again i couldn't even i was coughing it got pretty late, then pretty, late
4: pretty late in the day oh yeah uh, after Wade had finally caught it. So I didn't really get a crack at him that day. But, um, yeah, it was only this this one fairly recent where um, it was one of them things, you know, like I'm, I'm not going to stop driving to this zone until this thing actually comes into the boat. And on this this trip where I actually landed it, I was solo. So I drove all the way down from from Cairns on my own, boat in tow, camped on the boat um hooked it landed it threw it in the net actually had to oh no that's yeah so it did it bailed out went underneath a rock i ended up having to spot lock the boat there jump out and go and get it out from the rock yeah it was it was a bit of an ordeal (laughs) by the time i'd got back into the boat yeah i it was hanging in the net i still had it in the water and i was just losing it there's another little boat that was shooting across, and I'm screaming, going off my head. You can see me tr- looking around in the video, you know, trying to see if any any boat can see what the fuck's going on. <laughs> yeah. But um. Why? You know, Why were you looking for another boat? Uh, well, when when that boat did go past, I was going off me nut, and they were all looking at me. Oh. No the, one. Yeah. What the fuck I was doing? <laughs> Walking around in the water and doing all sorts of shit up on this real shallow flat. Did
0: you do? Did they see you do a nude backflip? Is that what you're saying, or?
4: <laughs> well, that yeah, they did. So I yeah. not so much backflip because I'm no good at them. But I did. Um, I did quickly try and put my pants back on. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's better to put photos up on at least Instagram with clothes on, you know, particularly Holland Tuskies for sure.
4: Even just a set of shorts.
0: Yeah, that'll do the trick, for <laughs> sure. So, so Tyson, tell us why. What? What was the? What? Surely it's not just luck that made this one come through. What's the difference between when you got that one and say when you first started trying to shoot for him?
4: I reckon it's a bit more understanding, eh? Like I suppose it's it's all still very new, so. Yep. Even just setting up drifts properly, working out where you're going to start so that, you know, the wind's going to push you the right way. The electric motor, you're not going to use it too much. Um, the sun's in the right spot. All Like, all of that sort of shit. So it's just a massive learning curve. I never really had anyone that, you know, here, look, this is how it works. It's sort of just, yeah, pick it up as you go type of thing. hmm but, um, yeah, I don't know. It was just a, a big learning curve. And and trust me, I'd, this one here even, I don't know what I did differently. It was just like he was ready to eat this fella. Like I dropped many flies in front of him before that looked exactly the same. And yep. they'd spin around and show you their ass and take off. Uh, yeah. But this one here, yeah, just, he must have been hungry, this fella, and landed it you know a couple of meters in front as soon as it sat on the ground he just swam straight over tipped on it and and we were on
0: mm. so so the thing is i suppose like for people that because like what i'm trying to illustrate i suppose is the people that are listening to this that you know like i said earlier that might be at a stage of flight fishing where they're like you know what i'm just gonna shove this in the back shed and just keep chucking lures around you know like it's um you know, what you've done there is you've 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 shown persistence. Really, I mean, you got a, got a lot of good species under your belt in between that. But during that time, whether the other species were training wheels for uh, for that goal or not, you know, you you worked out skills of boat driving and approach that necessarily wouldn't have applied to fishing lures because you could have cast it for much further out at any direction with the wind. It wouldn't have mattered at all, you know, in that respect. To uh, working with and observing a lot more, a lot more. Um, Uh, conditions that can affect your results and working with them and adapting to that. And then after doing all that sort of stuff, you know, you've got to make that cast where you want it. And then, and then, um, understand the mood of the fish as well. A lot to line up, but you know, um, that, but the bits before the cast, all that stuff is sort of, uh, unsung if you like, as far as your development as a fly fisherman. But you know, would you, would you say that would be fair enough? Like your approach, because you're you're the one who pointed out. You pointed out that like you know you think the things that you did different was you know understanding your drift and the wind and, and not using the motor as much. But you think that those points are something that you know you 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 wouldn't have developed the skills for without fly fishing.
4: Hundred percent, yeah,
0: yeah,
4: one hundred percent, yeah. It 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 and it does. It has changed a lot of things, even with conventional now. Like if I'm chasing bar or doing anything like that, mm-hmm. it changed a lot just having to think about other you know sort of technical things I guess you could say Mm -hmm. what you've got to try and put together when you've got a flyer in hand yeah it does definitely have to think a little bit more with the fly fishing for sure
0: even understanding your um uh I mean, um, even understanding – well, you'd have to have an understanding of the flies. I mean, that who tied that fly? Did you tie that fly that you got that tusky on?
4: No, nah, I haven't given that a crack yet. Yeah, I who, just haven't. I know. Who tied that? What was it? It was a flexo, tan body flexo with yellow legs. I think it was Macam actually. I think that was oh, Mackham. Yeah.
0: Yep. So you ordered it five months. Am I kidding? Gentle sledge there. <laughs> <laughs> lucky to get it i'm only joking um <laughs> anyway um no, that's cool man i guess but you would have had to have an understanding of what you wanted um, uh, what you needed i mean you, you probably wouldn't have um i've got got his advice on everything i'd imagine you know and just gone i need this and i need to be this but to have to have it in your hand and have the confidence there to um to look at it you know like it's that understanding of, of that side of things would have taken time as well, right?
4: For sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh you know, so I mean I mean, I remember when I used to sell you flies, you know, like you're always you're always engaged in in what you were buying and yeah. um and interested in learning about what, what the best thing was for it. Yeah. I mean at the same time you 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 weren't taking my advice as gospel for everything either. Yeah. It was um it was applying applying what you know based on what you're learning, I guess you could say, you know. Yeah.
4: Yeah,
0: yeah. So, so yeah, so I mean but understanding that's a, a skill that's got to come you know get uh, Come to a head as well, right?
4: Yeah, and what what you know just keep an open mind with everything You know what works one day is you know may not work the next just mm. keep an open mind and and keep rolling with the punches type of thing but um, Yeah forever forever learning never be closed-minded I reckon
0: yeah, well, so they say, mate. Every day's a school day, hey. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Have you um? Have you had an opportunity to put another fly in front of a tusky after that one?
4: Yeah. Yesterday, I was. I really wanted to try and land one yesterday before this spin yarn. Actually, that would have been even better.
0: <laughs> the intermediate line <laughs> pressure bump. Yeah. Sorry, mate. It's uh. Yeah. Did it?
4: Get that? It happens a lot. Apologise. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no yesterday was pretty good i thought it was going to happen actually because he he was in pursuit of me fly as well and and the wind sort of it was just one of them things the wind blew me away i didn't have enough line to feed him he wasn't swimming at it fast enough yeah it was it was just one of them things but that, that's what happened though
0: yeah mate that that is what happens that's for sure and um you know, I'm guessing that you know you had a full plethora of uh, uh, expletive words to uh, yell at that fish, yeah. <laughs> you
4: know how it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. I got a, I got a bag of them words as well. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: And I could tell you right now that that boat in Airly would probably would hear me from here with some of those. Ones as
2: well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, look at. You know, I can tell you from personal experience. You know, every, well, you might get lucky on one or two Tuskies early on. I don't know, but it didn't happen for me. It took me a long time to get them, and yeah. you know, I, the more I fish for them, the more I real when I think I've got it sussed, I haven't. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> there's always, you know, there's always something coming up. Some, 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 you know, something you didn't see coming will will fuck you up. You know. Yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah. It, it always seems to happen. Um. But yeah, mate. Um. I just want to come back to a point you made earlier about doing. Um, you know, when, when you started fly fishing and, and the thought occurred to me, like, you know, you, would you'd obviously had a very strong lure background and, and a strong, like you're the type of guy who clearly gets stuff done. And, but you know, there's always that, there's always that, um, the, the bit in between deciding you want to catch something on a fly and, and that moment when you finally got it in, in the boat. And I have seen that video, you know, you were talking, you were talking about, you sent it to me and, um. You know, I could so I could sense from that was a tremendous self achievement in that. Um yes. But the bit in between always fascinates me, always ask our, our guests, you know, almost the same questions, you know, like what sort of help did you have along the way uh to to get you to that point? Like what made you, you know, successful choosing that fly at that point in time, making that cast? you know choosing that rod that line you know all of those sort of choices along the way um you know what what sort of resources information resources helped you
4: yeah so i guess there's a few mates like like what um chris was saying before uh, you know even when i'm buying flies or if i'm talking to someone you know i just 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 have yarn like i have got a a couple of mates that have been doing it for a bit, like Mick Guthrie's been into it for a bit, um, Wade and uh, I think Schultz as well, actually, he told me one thing as well, you know, even just pull your boat up on the beach and actually go up, pick up some stones and see what colour the crabs are that under the stones, you know, mm. like even just doing little things like that. Um, yeah, as for the lines and stuff, that really did fumble me for a long time. Yep. Um, I think I spoke with Chris early on about the lines and um, all that type of stuff as well. I am a, a bit of a chatty fella, so once I'm trying to learn something, I'll, I'll try and talk to everyone and, and yeah. you know, as yeah. much as, well as possible. Um, but, yeah, don't take everything as gospel because I remember I started off on the flats with floating line and now i'm sort of using a i suppose you still use floating line for certain things but clear intermediate tip and all sorts of stuff you know just Mm. try things along the way
2: yeah Mm. it's really easy to get stuck in a in an advice rut isn't it you know like you know for example you know permit fishing i know you've done a lot of that um you know in the in the us for example it's all floating lines in fact all the flats fishing over there they it's all floating lines you go into a at a fly shop in florida it's all it's all floating lines you know mm-hmm. that's that's all yeah. they fish the idea of an intermediate tip you know they're like wow you know what the fuck is wrong with you, you yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good yeah. Work. yeah yeah and it, it it can you can get into a um into a rut in terms of you know, everyone else does this is the only way to do something and yeah. you know and sometimes that that fresh set of eyes or that you know fresh perspective into a scenario um, can make all the difference. Yeah. Um, so I'm always interested to to hear where where people um, you know how they, how they make these decisions on their presentations. You know, particularly if they're if they're relatively, I want to say, you know, new to the game. It's, it's probably you know, well, it's not incorrect, but it's you know, it, it implies that they're that they're rookie fishermen and they're not, you know. Mm. Um, <coughs> yeah. So t- I was. <coughs> Excuse really, me. Sorry. Really interested to hear you know um, you, your information sources and and who who you um called upon because it, it's always amazing to find out what you know what those first touch points are for a for a uh for a you know a fly fisherman finding their feet
4: yeah 100 uh, no i do think the, like the fly fishing industry like everyone that i yarned with early on in the piece um i guess there was a, a few guys that i talked to and they said you know like oh you get some of them the rich, fancy guys, and they don't want to talk to you, and this and that. I never had any of that. Eh. Everyone that I had a yarn with, they were keen to give me information, um, yeah. and good for a yarn.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah. I've I've found that too. Actually, you know, I, I haven't I haven't found someone I, you know, I didn't genuinely like after I'd met him in person. You know, I I bummed around internet fly forums for a while, and I've you know it's sort of like impossible not to form an opinion about some people without having met them. But yep. generally once you meet them, they're all sort of decent fellas, eh?
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I found that same, same thing too, Tyson. Like it's, um, most of the community is pretty happy to, uh, communicate. Um, I mean, we talk about it on the show quite a bit here, you know, as far as sifting through that, I guess you could say, I mean, the internet makes it a bit, a bit different, I suppose, as, and we, you know, we coined that phrase on the show about follow the beef, <laughs> which is a bit of a bit of a tongue in cheek thing, I suppose. And without banging on about that, you know, um, you know, the the guys that can show that beef are are, are always pretty happy to, to share what's going on. That's for sure. You yeah, know, that 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 um. I mean, our last guest, Steve Starling, said the same thing about the the leather patch, um, you know, crew. Like, I mean, I I don't have any experience with with reaching out to people that. Yeah, the southern part of the country just seems like a whole different world, like fly fishing for trout and and trout dudes who just, not knocking them, it's just that, man, I live in Queensland, it's just, there's no trout here, It just, that just seems like a different sport, but for the people that I contacted, for the the fly fishing that relates to me,
3: yeah,
0: saltwater or Australian natives, you know, tropical natives, everyone's pretty forthcoming as far as uh, information is concerned, I, I agree, I don't find any sort of Sure, they, I mean, people form opinions of each other when, when, when they clash within the industry itself, but that's infighting really more than anything else, and it's ugly, but it's there. But as far as um new people getting into the sport and asking questions, 99% of people are, are pretty open about it. it, like like you're saying with your experience there.
2: Yeah. So it's,
0: um, you know, Valti said the same thing. So, you know, when when people, I guess, I don't know what people are talking about there either when you say that, um, you know, there's a certain amount of snobbery in it. There might be but not, not in the circles that I've ever dealt with,
4: that's nah. for sure. Yeah. No, nah, it's been good, eh? But, yeah. Uh, yeah, to sort of answer the question, like how how I sort of worked out stuff or where I got, got info from, it was mainly you you guys and, you know, just common-minded people, mates of mine, and just sort of spinning yarns and throwing ideas against each other and, you know, going to bed and not sleeping thinking about you know what why is my fly take so long to get to the ground and why is that leader got such a big belly in it can i get you know well fuck yeah go and get some intermediate tip and try
2: this and see if that works that helps yeah those yeah. sort of things are literally i won't say what keeps me awake but <laughs> you know I, I find myself you know slipping into those um those thought patterns in in between you know more important stuff like earning a living and you know, <laughs> having a family in that. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Just, just tonight before we came on air, I was, was doing the dishes and I was thinking, oh, I really need some more brown crabs, you know, what am I going to do different with this lot? And, you know, that lot really worked in that spot that time and you know, that yeah, that sort of thing, you know, just, just shit like that. But yeah. yeah, it's, it's glad to know it's a common thought pattern. And it just pops up out of nowhere. It does, eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's
4: talking to you in the other ear and you're just nodding your head yet. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> 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 Literally, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great, mate. Hey, um, big baron fly. Um, you, you said you got a couple of meteries to your name. Um, are they are they dam fish or saltwater fish? Ah, uh, they are. They're out of out of the dam. Yeah.
4: Um. So yeah, both both of those ones. The first one was ninety nine, so can't couldn't call it a meter. I wanted it to be a meter so much, but um, yeah. <laughs> It wasn't there, so can't call it. But the other one was 106 as well, and yeah, um, yeah, both both empowerment ones. I do want to knock it over in the salt water, Um, Mm. but yeah, playing playing with lines and shit like that at the moment. I'm going to need something that sinks a little bit faster, and um, yeah, to try and present to some of them bigger fish that sit in sit in a bit deeper water and that. So yeah, it can help you.
0: We could talk about that after the after we record if you want, mate. Give you a bit of help with that for sure. Probably not mm-hmm. much point in doing it on the podcast, but yeah. good yeah. um, time. yeah. Yeah, that's um that yeah. Man, I don't think pound barrow and no slouch anyway, mate. You know, like it's um they they can be pretty pressured, that's for sure. Sometimes it's um it can be just the numbers of it, like there can be a lot of meter plus barrow there, but uh same time, it's um, it's it's sometimes difficult to get them to eat. It's just a lot. It can be a lot of hours, that's for sure. I can I can attest for it, man. I spent yeah you know, most of the uh, most of the 2000s in empowerments, really. And yeah. um, yeah, it's um with this with the same goal. And
3: <laughs> it
0: reminds me of you saying that trip of um, you know, driving eight hours for three days for nothing. That was me with empowerment barer. You know, mm. just yeah, go there, go there for a week by myself, my own accommodation, just me in the boat, and just Trying to get it done and come back with blisters on my hands, but uh, uh, not, not as many hours. It's um five and a half hours. It's a long drive to come back after a week of donuts. That's for sure.
4: Empty handed, yeah. Makes
0: yeah. you wonder what You're doing. Yeah. But, well. Yeah. But after
4: a much. week, and you sort of recovered. Yeah. You, you know what, well, bugger it. I'm going to make this happen. You go again. I think uh, that's
0: what um, you, Like you said earlier, you know, like people see the the photo, like when I mean, we're talking about this that on the online, they don't, they don't know, you know. That uh what goes into it and maybe that might shorten people's expectations of time frame. So I think it is healthy to talk about this. And I know I've already sort of spoken about it in a roundabouts way, but you know, that that that's exactly right. You know, like it's um it's what it's that person that goes back that gets that that photo that people assume is instant results, you know? yeah. Um,
3: oh,
4: okay.
0: yeah. And I guess that'd be that's you know, that that's true with um yeah it's probably true with a lot of forms of fishing not just fly fishing really at the end of the day i mean it's not exactly like you could instantly start braining fish just on lures either you know um yeah i mean empowerment bar are, are a classic like as well like how many times how many times you go to a boat ramp and you're in empowerment and you just see long faces everywhere you know
4: yeah exactly
3: yeah
4: yeah, yeah. and that's what i say to people all the time you know like at, uh, all the guys at work you know when are you going to take me fishing you know like And this and that and I said you just try and reset them, you know Like there's a lot of hours that go into the fish that you're seeing um, You know and I might take you one day and we might don't I'll take you the next day with donut I said, but by the time you've done two days in the boat, you're not really gonna want to go again. Are you and it's it's the the guys that do keep Keep pushing away and, and that's how you get your results. huh? yeah and
0: yep. learning from them donut day, not days mm. yeah 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 exactly but it's not it's not you know the i know this might sound like a deterrent to people it, particularly if you're um you're listening to this podcast and, you, and you're just new to fly fishing it's not we've, we've also said this on the podcast before it's not the act of fly fishing that makes the the fish hard to catch it's the it's the it's the like you said earlier it's the resetting of skills it's it's you know understanding the lines, understanding the flies, the leaders, the the rod, the cast, how to move the boat around with the wind, you know all that sort of stuff. It's it's, re- it's resetting because most people are um, are very good fishermen when they come into this because they are looking for a challenge on top of what they feel they have somewhat conquered. Is that fair enough to say? Do you think? Do you think for the majority of people?
4: Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
0: you know. So I mean, like, if you already think that, hey, you could, I'm, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm getting anything more out of this uh, conventional gear gig, other than going to new places and, you know, whatever. Um, instead of moving, I might just try fly fishing or something like that. But that's going to take, it's, it's, yeah, like you know, you you find that people that that fly fish their local area well, really well, are just as effective as people fishing on lures. You know? Yeah. And it's not so much that, um, probably sometimes even more effective. I it's reckon. Just, yeah, you re, you agree? I
4: I do. yeah, Because especially when fish are shut down, you know, like you you can present that that fly in front of a fish for a hell of a lot longer than you can say, you know, any type of lure. Mm. Um, you got yeah. I I reckon it would be.
0: I agree. I, like in Pound Bay, for example, I reckon in that shutdown scenario, like um. You know, you find them in a bay, and they're only in a couple of meters of water. Like, and they're stacked. You know, there's times I've I've been on um uh, oh Trevor, who's not with us anymore, who's also on this podcast. I've been on his boat, and he's chucking lures around, and um and it's not doing anything compared to the fly. The flies 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 fishing really well, you know, and um and you can only surmise that it's is no there's no rattling from uh you know split rings and hooks and so like that all that same sonic signature that sees day after day after day of a Soft plastic like a slick rig or something like that you know um, you know like it's just if you can if you can understand the sink rate of the fly and, and the fly line and know exactly where it is and put a cast in that can still put you in the money of those fish without the fish knowing you're there and they're still happy to eat the the actual fly itself is not a disadvantage to having get it, having it getting eaten it's probably yeah. more of an advantage yeah you know? it's just the disadvantage is, is learning how to put that fly there really that's that's the only disadvantage with fly fishing oh, i reckon too yeah. yeah yeah i mean there's a lot of species like that i mean uh tuna for an example like that i suppose tuna can be a lot more effective on fly um you know i, I would imagine i mean you guys i've never fished for tuskies but you guys correct me if i'm wrong but if you if you got a tusky in a meter of water uh, a, a fly i mean those flies clarifies sometimes pretty heavy but um you know, compared to something like a cranker crab or something like that landing on the on the, on the water, it'd have to be a more softer landing. It'd have to be less less mm. detectable to those fish, yeah. right?
4: Yeah. Even some of the bigger crabs, they spook even just from landing on the water side. Yeah. When you see some of them guys that have caught on conventional gear and they're in them flats, I, I don't know how they're doing it unless they're casting miles in front of it and, and then winding it to the fish or something. I don't know. but A descent
2: yeah. maybe? Something like that? Possibly. Yeah.
4: Mm.
2: Yeah.
3: Hmm. Yeah,
0: that's that's pretty interesting. Yeah, It's um, yeah. Do re- do do you reckon those fish would react better to a scent?
4: A what? Sorry. To
0: to scent like oh, if they put them on their on their crab flies. Do you reckon, or do you reckon they're um not crab flies, crab lures? I should say, like cranky crabs and stuff. If they're um, or they're reacting to like the the realism of those cranker crabs, or or some of that.
4: Yeah, I reckon it'd have to be because those cranky crabs they do look it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't sort of rolled down into that scent scenting on on flies or anything like that too much Not unless yeah. you sort of got a gulp or something like that, you know,
3: but
4: um, Yeah It's got me thinking now, but maybe I could drop some scent on these these little crab flies and see if it works <laughs>
3: Don't do right, it you, you get
4: all, right yeah, all, all yeah, You get better all
2: than say that, cra- mate, don't do it you can also
0: find some crabs and crush them up as well. That's always gonna help as well, you know.
2: <laughs> no. Yeah, keep it Mix real. It with some
0: sand, throw it out in the water, make some happy, <laughs>
2: happy tuskies. Keep it real, mate. Yeah. Um so dude, the other thing I um I just wanna spitball with you. I've got a gaping hole in my uh, in my flats fishing resume. I want to get a big GT on fly on uh, side fished on the flats um part of me like you know like i've been down the path with throwing big big flies at them you know possibly too big too much flash you know too aggressively the presentation's just too much you know i i've got a feeling i'm leaning towards the moment you know maybe i'm throwing at the wrong fish but they just seem like pussycats up on the flat yeah i reckon
4: they are like and you're always the only sort of – them ones that you see on the flat, they're all big, big dogs. Um, so you don't usually see too many schoolies up on the flats. Yep. Um, I, yeah, I haven't got one on fly yet either. But in saying that, I always – and I put the 12 weight in the boat, but I never have it set up either until you you see that GT come rolling through and then you're like, oh, I better set this thing up. And you won't yep. see but, um, <clears throat> yeah, I really want to get one too. Um, but I know, like, that one that you see in my profile picture, I got that on a little 60-gram stick bait that I had set up in the in the boat when I was on the flat. Yeah. Uh, and it was just a small white lure. And, um, yeah, I, I reckon those brush flies... I do see some guys. They put them big flash and streamers inside the brush flies and stuff. I don't reckon you need all that, all that flash. Just mm. I reckon the creamy colour over like a black. Um, put it Is in front. This, get it moving. I reckon. I reckon it'll lead it. Eh?
0: There's way better flies than, than brush flies, man. I mean, brush flies uh, are developed from like you know, like the the um the Seychelles and the adults over there. Like, but. Yeah, bringing them over here for for I mean they're they're heavy. They're you know like they they're nothing special in the tail and stuff like that. Like flat wings, like what owls, or, or hollows, like for, a, for to, like they're so much more practical to cast. There's nothing yeah. to them. They've got a bigger profile. They swim. They've got they yeah. got ac- actually got action. You know, it's um you can fish them a lot slower. Like I've I've never been in a position in Australia to catch GTS in the flats, but so the ones in Christmas Island, like they don't like a big fast retrieve. They like to be they like to be seduced. You know. They like really? to be, um, yeah. They they like to be. Uh, they like to look at it, you know, and um, and, and make that decision after having a good look at it, you know. So it's um something that's moving at a million miles an hour, like it's lifeless and dead, like a like a brush fly. It's just, I just think there's better flies. I'm sure people people get fish on GTs in in other parts outside of the Seychelles and stuff like that. But you know, you, you got to ask the question. Like if if they're getting on that, could they be getting better results with a fly that they could? Land softer, cast further, it has more action like a like a flat wing or a hollow fly or something like that, you know Those and,
4: um, look good. I've never seen one swim, but yeah they look pretty special. Eh?
0: They have been I've heard them nicknamed recently like because obviously this fly is a more modern fly, but um the 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 original game changer, you know <laughs> just because just because the way they swim, like when you got that feather tied flat, it's just the way it wiggles, like, the, as the, as it takes the path of least resistance through the water is um, is incredible. They're, they're a really good thing. You know, you've got to have really specific feathers that are made for them, I guess you could say. You um, mm. can't do it with all sorts of feathers, that's for sure, but uh, it got to be a nice sword-shaped feather. Um, yeah. Just so happens that one of the sponsors of the show's got plenty of them.
2: <laughs> you got many at <laughs> the moment, mate. I've uh,
0: got a big shipment rocking up to. Well, they'll be here by the time this podcast goes to air, but I wasn't leading towards that. just organically happened that way. Yeah. Although it wouldn't matter if it did or didn't. If you didn't you like it, it turn them. Hey?
4: I was going to say that. Have you got any on the website? Oh, <laughs>
0: um, uh, yeah. I have have you do.
4: Al's, Al's Flies on there as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Actually, you're right. Al's flies. He's got flat wings for sale on on the on the um on the co-op. Yeah, you can buy them yeah. straight off there, 24 hours a day.
2: Yeah, works yeah. of yeah. art. Those things, eh? They are. Uh, they look. Al, great.
0: I can tell you right now, Al's been sending sending a hell of a lot more of them <clears throat> overseas than he has been in Australia from the website. You know, really? It's yeah, um, yeah. And another fly that gets more appreciation overseas than it does in Australia. It's crazy. It's uh, mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, you know, um. And and that's fine. I mean, like those those flies, like those basic and easy to tie flies get get people fly fishing, I suppose. You know, owls flies like flat wings are a more uh, a specialist sort of tie, but I mean by any by no means are they a specialist fly for someone to put on the end of their line and fish, you know?
3: Yeah.
0: Um they're a um you know, like I said, in that scenario against brush flies, you know, um you know, brush flies are typically done with like a fox brush that just you know, you got the heavy wire. You got a you got a material that absorbs water in 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 the in the in the collar and and air and um and the bucktail and all that sort of stuff in there, compared to like a like yeah, there's nothing in a flat wing. It's just and a, and a hollow is just all all air. You know, pretty much. It's just yeah, spins me out. Really does. But um, but anyway,
4: maybe guess, one of those things like you were saying before. You know, you get stuck in that rut.
0: Uh, I think it's more that people see the glitz and glamour of, um, of, of the fantastic cinematography and awesome photos you get from these faraway lands, and they want to know what fly that person used, you know. Yeah. And, and I guess we could we could reflect on what we spoke about in this show about adapting to, to your scenario, like what you've gone through between wanting to catch tuskies to catching those tuskies, you know, you know um, and what it took to learn that fly selection could be is a very small part of that but also a very important part of it but you know understanding what you know like the the gts on farquhar at all are not playing the game like um like gts oh, i'm not even gonna name some spots because you know that anyway in in some of the flats in australia you know but yeah. uh you know like they might they might they might mooch up onto the flat slowly and as soon as they see a boat they, they're out of there they're not they're not yeah. coming up at a million miles an hour and just I mean, they are, but I mean, some of them, some of them, the ones you're more likely to have the time to get a shot at aren't, aren't coming up hot and just, just blitzing the shit out of schools of mullet that you could just chuck anything in and, you know, rip it out and get, and have them follow it down from 30 feet away. Some yeah. of those fish need to be teased. They need to be led perfectly in stealth and they need to be, they need to be encouraged to eat it, you know? So it's, yeah. um, it's a, di- that's a, that's a different fish to what you see in the, in the Seychelles, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah.
4: Right. yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does, yeah, because yeah. you sort of think about every single one that you do see on the flats, they are, they're, they're on their own, nothing worries them, and they're just chilling.
0: Yeah, so they're probably not even up there expecting it either, they're probably just getting, it, like, they probably think the flats are safer than, you know, using all that energy in fast-moving water, or um, larger predators down there, like, are unlikely to see it while it's just sitting still, you know, so, you know, for, for you to put a fly in front of a face or something like that, you need it to go. Yeah, Oh, I'll eat it. I'm not, as opposed to, I'm not going to turn the turbo on and chase that thing down. I don't care, you know. I mean, yeah. fish, predatory fish live with bait fish in fish tanks all day long, you know, and they and they don't eat them until they switch on if, if they're, you know, if there's no other food, easier food source, you know. So, you know, some of those predatory fish aren't just going to eat because they're a, a fish that eats something that size. You know, you've got to, you've got to make them eat, you know.
3: That's it. Yeah, yeah,
0: and that that part of it can come down to fly selection quite a bit, really. Um, in addition to a lot of other things, but that while we're talking about fly selection, it's um, it's a big part.
3: Cool.
0: that was very verbose.
2: Mm. Yeah, mm. good. Deal.
0: <laughs> 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 I'm surprised I didn't get a message from Voltsend to say shut up.
4: But, uh, shut up, Chris. been yeah. <laughs> warned
2: before.
0: <laughs> hey, Volta yawned. Mm-hmm. Rude bastard!
2: Oh, sorry, boss. man. I did a fart too. I don't know if that came through. It yeah. did. I was wondering what that was. Oh was no! Like... <laughs> We're not renowned for our high production values here. Uh, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You uh, could be confused with your ringtone. Didn't you record your own fart for a ringtone once, Volts?
2: Oh uh, look. I mean, I'm in a job that. Yeah, no, I can't do that.
0: It's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. You must be confused with someone else.
2: It's, all good. <laughs> it's easily done. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Tyson, um, permit fishing, mate. Is that um, I see you've got a few of those, mate? I'm flicking through your photos. Tell me, what is it? You know, they're they're not really a species that you know um, many people get that well on uh, on on lures. So, is um, what's the what's the attraction for permit fishing for you, mate? I
4: reckon, um, like before i actually caught that that first one there wasn't even much of an attraction there it wasn't until i'd actually caught it and you sort of work out just how much boogie they actually do have uh, and then how hard they are to get them yeah it was i sort of just stumbled across a flat and oh it could be permit here and then there's a big heap of schools and and it all just come together it was it was kind of Pretty freakish actually, but yeah ever since then They definitely are up there on, on the list you 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 sort of plan trips to go and target them now But um, they
2: definitely have got some Mustang about them <laughs> It's a good way of putting it isn't it it's sort of um it's hard to define their, their attraction, you know, like if I've tried to explain it to my non-fishing wife is what's, the, what's the cool thing about permit? Why are they so sought after? I said, well, I don't know, you know, they don't always eat, you know, they're not, um, to steal a quote from someone else, they're not an honest fish, you know, like they won't always reward a good presentation and, and sometimes they'll reward the shit one, you know, there's not, there's not always a rhyme or a reason or a pattern behind where, where they are, what they're doing. Um, yeah. but, maybe that's the attraction is it's you know like um you know to get one or two you might you might get lucky to get to have you know a dozen to your name you know over a period of time is going to require a level of you know dedication expertise and and probably a dash of luck as well mm. um but yeah I, I i don't know i don't I, I myself can't put my finger on it um about what makes them so so bloody cool but yeah they're pretty good eh? they are yeah
4: yeah everyone is definitely special and I remember um when when we'd got got onto those school those first ones I had the missus in the boat there and I was sort of try and explain that to her as well and and she was reading a book in the back of the boat she really didn't give a shit but <laughs> uh, and then the first one I got I was much like that Tusky video I'd lost me shit and gone off me nut and and then i we'd gone on and caught another two that day and on the third one she said like are you, are you sure these are you know like these are, seem pretty easy to catch <laughs> and i was like yeah no i don't know what the hell is going on here this is this is proper fluke hey but um yeah it was it was definitely a wild day but yeah she doesn't awesome. understand either yeah, just okay. get go back to your book, Darling. I'm not kidding.
0: <laughs> what <laughs> chapter you up to? Don't worry yeah. about the fish. Yeah. yeah never mind. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's pretty cool, Tyson. That must be that must have be, been it. That would have to be a day to remember. That'd be a highlight in the in the old career, hey?
4: hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, you won't forget.
0: Have you caught them uh, – have you spent much time fishing or caught them or spent much time fishing in cans? Fly fishing?
4: a uh, little bit. Yep, yeah, it is yeah. a it is a little bit harder up there, especially for the flats and stuff. Um, I've done a lot out the reef and and had a look around. There, there is perms there as well. I reckon they've they've got a lot of pressure though, because I haven't yet yet hooked one of them, but they're definitely there. Um, it's just all that inshore stuff. It's hard to to find clean water up there. You sort of got to wait for a certain time of the year and the wind to be doing a certain certain thing um, for all that inshore shit to come good. Mm. Sort of stuck to having to send it out the reef and try and find flats that are likely. But man, there is um, there is one thing up there that's sort of on the list, and you see it a lot overseas. But them them bumpies, seeing any bumpies on the on the reef flats up off Cairns and. I reckon that would be something real special to sort of pull one of them out of your local and people yeah. are traveling over the over the world to catch something like that, you know.
0: There's not a lot that's been caught on the East Coast, man. Like no. I, I only know of one. Yeah. It's, um is do you know of others
2: vaults? Nah, no, well not not confirmed ones. Um, you know, yeah, there's only that one that, um can we say his name, Alex? Alex Aroy. Aroy, A-Roy got one, yeah, but um
0: Aroy McLovin.
2: <laughs> McLovin got one. Yeah, um, yeah, but oh, man, the, the best that I've seen a lot of footage. How do I say that? You know, I've seen I've seen a lot of footage of them on the on the outer barrier reef, up you know the northern bits of um, you know Cape York. Um, yeah, and it looks it looks like you know that'd that'd be the place to chase them. But I think you said earlier, just getting the, the weather or the access to the fish is a real challenge up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: A uh, mate of mine it, This was way up So fairly far up the cape there And he did hook one on a nine weight wow. And it was it was a proper donkey And it, it just went for the edge And yeah there wasn't too much he could do about it But he did He did end up hooking it Whether it was fouled Or whether it actually pinned it in the In the side of the jaw I'm not sure but
0: Was he stripping the fly at the time?
4: Um I'm not sure I wasn't in the boat but um, they talked. To- they just told us the story once we'd come back to land afterward. But um, yeah, not sure if he was stripping or
0: or what happened. I hear that's it. That's a good tell for whether they've been fouled or, or a legitimate eat.
4: Yeah. So if they strip it into it.
0: Yeah, they won't. They won't eat a moving fly.
4: Yeah. Got to be perched.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But because um, I hear they're inquisitive, I think that like from what you know. One of our very first podcasts with Dan Ivanoff was a really clever one. Uh, listening to you and Revolci and him talk about it, and Dan brought up an interesting point about his observations in the Singapore aquarium, which has stuck with me actually in regards to bumpies and stuff. And um, is their inquisitive nature and and the way that they'll just pick stuff up, just not out of food, but just to just to um just to seemingly inquisitive about the whole thing. because you know, they don't have hands, they just use their mouth.
4: Yeah. You know, yeah, it seems
0: like it seems like the best chance fly fishing we've got to, you know. Instead of chucking crabs at them, throwing throw something that's gonna make them come over and pick it up. You know, like a, a country type fly, I suppose. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough about them, but um, I don't have them. Do we don't have them in the sun, on the Sunshine Coast, so I don't give a shit. But uh, <laughs> I don't give it much thought, you know. But um, but I do find it interesting in the way that people.
4: They what's re- that? They reckon that they can't see real well yeah is that legit haven't heard that one I, I i
0: don't know man no that weird, doesn't it? that doesn't really sort of lend itself to their physiology i suppose in a way like i mean that would that would that would insinuate if they can't see very well they'd they'd have some other sense where they'd have to be sensing because i believe they eat coral right you know like they yeah they you know so they'd have to um the coral has to be given off some sort of scent or, 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 uh, um, electrical signal or something like that for them to pick it up if they weren't using their sight. Um, and it would, I guess, it would sort of counter what Dan was saying as well, you know, um, as an interesting point. I I don't know, but I guess that's just what my thoughts are when I hear that straight away. What else do they use to eat?
2: Yeah, look at the shape of their head, and it's quite broad where their eyes are. don't know if you could use binocular vision, you know, like they they yeah. probably only see something with one eye, right? Yeah, out of the side. Yeah, so if you, if you presented straight with that, like with a head-on shot, they ain't gonna see it till they're right on top of it, you mm-hmm. know. um yeah. And if they're not, I mean, if they're eating coral as that's their core business. Then, you know, like stripping something away from it's probably not gonna make much sense. Yeah. You know? Just yeah. to get it excited or, or aggravated or whatever. Mm. um i don't know i'm just spitballing mate this is just the, you know, napoleon
0: yeah. Rass are a similar physiology as far as that head shape is concerned they'll they'll smash poppers even though you know yeah.
2: they'll yeah, chase yeah. them
0: yeah. down yeah yeah so that's that's interesting i mean totally different species but i mean it's kind of like saying a mullet sort of shaped like a tailor as well you know <laughs> do you know what i mean it kind of is though you know like it's um and expect him to act the same but yeah you know, just just that binocular vision, like you're saying there. Like that, that's they're they're two fish that would probably have a very similar line of sight, perhaps. Um, yeah. Whereas one acts, one surprising, like does it. It's so weird to, to hear ras hitting hitting poppers, in my opinion. Just just the shape of them, they just look like big green lazy fucking yeah you know, pool tables that swim on their side. You know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey Dyson, have you had a shot at a, a narpo ras on um, on fly yet? Not
4: on fly, no, 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 they're they're pretty special fish, yeah, I haven't even seen one to be able to sight cast it, the only ones that I've ever caught are, they sort of come up up out of their own, but yeah, Yeah. hopefully one day, man, that would be epic.
2: Have you you got in mind what you're going to be throwing at it?
4: Um, no, I never really put too much, too much thought to it, um.
0: A scented cranky crab.
4: There you go. On <laughs> <laughs> a nine weight.
0: Yeah. <laughs> With a brush fly dropper.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah, man. It's uh that'd be that'd be a cool eat. All those things, like it's um yeah, man. They 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 just look like a type of fish that's just gonna make your fly line run through a cheese grater in a split second, that's for sure. sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, they definitely bully. Yeah. Yep. Well, Hey, maybe maybe it's uh, it'd be a good time to learn you know, get into shooting heads and making making your own lines to target those things. Chucking chucking hundred and twenty dollars over the over the reg, reef edge is an uh, expensive yeah. exercise.
4: Yeah, it's a bit wild, isn't it?
0: Yep. The things we do as fly fishermen. Um, get the eat, then worry. <laughs> <laughs>
4: happens all too much.
0: Yep. Yeah, now nah, for sure. So mate what's uh, what's next on the plans for for, for Tyson mate what's uh, any any fire fishing endeavors that are inspirational that you can share with us or not
4: um, oh, this trip here that I'm on now has sort of sort of been on the cards for a while so I'm pretty excited about this one um, hopefully you can knock a few species over if if these clouds play the game and we get some good fishing um, yep. Other than that I do love the East Coast. Sort of end of the year. So, did you uh, say?
0: Did you say the East Coast, Coast, Coast?
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the East Coast.
0: I, that was like a bakery tour or something. I like,
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: I love um, the East Coast. It's
4: great.
0: Lovely. Yeah.
4: Like a milkshake to do.
0: I told you right at the start, Tyson. You know what you're getting yourself in for, right?
4: Yeah.
0: That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, all good, bro. Hey, um. Mate, that's, well. That sounds good, man. So you're on you're on a bucket list journey as we're speaking to you, right? That he's saying. Yeah,
4: yeah well, that's cool, man. Yeah, up here, up here is pretty cool. So hopefully, you can get a couple more fish under the belt. Uh, Milky would be cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What are they doing? Are they? Are they? Uh, is there any sort of worm hatch that you can see around like that? They're just in a one in one place, just milling around.
4: These these ones I seen yesterday. they're... they're there was a lot of that um that green moss that was flicked up and and they would they were just chowing that off the surface like mad oh
0: wow so that's um possible like a milky dream or something like that there or one of those flies
4: i did have i got a few of these little green sort of really small flies but it's different too like they're not going to eat it when it's sort of being stripped away from as well so it's a little bit strange but kind of got to be right place right time and hopefully it eats that bit of green moss that's got your hook in it yeah it'd be bloody could <laughs> happen
0: yeah yeah absolutely i mean yeah there's probably a couple of ways you could approach that it would be worth experimenting i don't know who it was you might remember the article um Voltsy, but i can't remember who it was someone wrote an article about fishing wind lanes for milkies up there do you remember who that was oh. i want to say it was steve Jeston, but uh but, yeah, yeah. Um, I
2: can't
0: yeah. remember if it was or not. Yeah,
2: I think it was.
0: Yeah. 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 So basically, they're they're implying Tyson that in that in that article they had a certain degree of success with fishing, like small, gotchas, or crazy Charlies, even like small, small like size ten and eights and stuff, by just letting them, you know, not not putting any action on, just letting them drift down through wind lanes and stuff, and milkies are just cruising to them and just pick them up.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, and then take off to fucking in- Indonesia. Yeah,
2: proper. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: I, th- I think it was the. Um, you might see fish gulping on the surface, but the ones eating the fly are generally a bit bit underneath them. And um, part of the part of the success was one of the keys to success was not to to panic and strip the fly up to the the ones at the top. Yeah, right. Let it yeah. sink. A- Yeah, have it on a dead drift, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, gotcha.
0: Probably pretty similar to tarpon, like when, you know, you see people target tarpon rolling with poppers, but the more success comes from people who who sink flies down, you know. Yeah. Um, That's what I've noticed anyway with with tarpon. Like the ones on top water, uh, you know, the success rate is like one to five or something like that, you know, because it's easy to get distracted by the ones feeding off the surface. You know, so it might be worth doing something like that. But it does sound like a situation where it'd be it'd be handy to have a a range of green, floaty sort of shit material, I suppose. You know, to um, to match the hatch, so to speak. Because you, the way it sounded like you're talking, you don't you got a green there of a fly that's not the same green. Is
4: that what you're saying? Or it did seem a little bit darker than what what was sort of floating around in the water. So, um, yeah, something a little bit lighter present to them. Mm. But yeah. See how we go. There is very these cool. Huh? Things they got these these flies that have got like little orange um, egg sacks and shit on them. Yeah, I don't know what's what's the difference with them, but <clears throat> you definitely. I'll I'll be trying everything anyway. I have got a fair bit of time on the water, so hopefully I get chance to have a crack at them again.
0: There is another fly you can try. Um, it's called an eleven o treble mustard and. Um, <laughs> You just chuck that out and put your right on your arm and double handed strip across their backs. Yeah. Um, that usually, that they usually eat that right in the middle of their body. You know, I do don't know if you've seen you that before.
4: Do you reckon if we put some scent on it, it'd work a bit better?
0: Oh, yeah, mate. Absolutely. A little, little bit of mustard.
2: <laughs> He's running with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, yeah, I mean, there's, uh, there's definitely options there anyway.
4: Right
0: like so, Yeah, man. Well, look, um, mate. I have uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed chatting to you tonight, Tyson. We might um have to let you get going. I know you got a pack to get on this um this journey up up uh up wherever. <laughs> Just about to start talking about where I might thought it might be for a second there, but I won't do that.
2: Could be down. You could
0: be know up, down, sorry, yeah, it could be down. Yeah. Uh could be directly across or underneath as well.
2: Hundred percent we'll,
0: we'll never know. Uh <laughs> But I wish you all the success, mate. And uh, I want to say thanks for coming on the show again.
4: Nah, happy days. Nah, it's been great, guys. Um, yeah, I'm glad we've we've we're gonna turn him off now because I've made him a, a rookie area and I've only got two percent battery here, so I'm glad it doesn't cancelled. But um, Fuck,
0: man, this is like a, a scene out of Thelma and Louise, just riding it <laughs> right to the rails, mate. Awesome, <laughs> proper.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, dude. We'll we'll, we'll we'll wrap this puppy up then.
4: Nah, it's been good. Thanks, guys. See you tomorrow. Cheers, man.
0: Welcome back, folks, to the Fast Sync Line. What a great interview with Tyson. Over to your vaults.
2: Yeah, mate. Oh, it's good, good to hear from Tyson. I've been watching him on Insta for a while, and um, he's pretty. Uh, he catches a lot of fish, which is which is cool. And um, I like how he's just t- taken up fly fishing and made made it work for him.
0: Made it work, mate. Preach. Yeah, he has. He has. Yeah, yes.
2: And I love that he's um he's out there traveling, living his best life at the moment too. That's that's awesome. You know. Um, if I can't do it, I'm glad other people are.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, vicarious vaults—they call you, don't they?
2: That's a, oh, I like that one. Vicarious vaults. I yeah. wear that. <laughs> I'll wear that badge, mate, for
0: sure. <laughs> now, look, man. I think we I think we might have explained on the intro. Can't remember now about um, you know what we hope to get out of the interview and and I guess just like our previous guest last week with Stalo we had him on as a conduit between two worlds. Tyson is somewhat the same deal. Uh, yeah. A very different person to, to one another, of course, but Tyson no doubt carries spin gear or conventional gear and fly rolls on the boat at the same time. Um, obviously leans towards fly fishing as he's mentioned in the show there and, and I think he describes his passion as to what gets him into it quite well, illustrates it quite well, you know. So, you know, I, I thought it was good to delve into that um, that process a bit and I hope it inspires others to sort of push through, if you like, you know. Yeah. Because that's what Tyson's done. There's no, there's no, um, there's no, you know, dumbing it down, or sorry, I don't mean dumbing it down, there's no, what's the word I'm looking for, Um, sugarcoating it, I suppose. Um, It took a lot of work to get the results that he's done. You know, you know, like, we talk about people that fish well in their their local waters, Um, uh, but, and and Tyson, you know, does a fair bit of travelling, but, you know he, he's he's primarily working un, unguided by the by the sounds of what he says, so I mean the, the whole idea about fishing well in your local waters is is taking the time to, and figuring it out yourself, which is part of the um part of the part of the um the prize at the end really part of the satisfaction in it really and um for him to illustrate those those donut days. I guess it's good for everyone to hear. We, we, You could you could see past results of that through every episode we've spoken about, you know, and, and and that's, like it or not, donuts are a big part of what we talk about. They happen to all of us. And um, I guess I wanted that to come through. I want that to come through in a lot of interviews we have, but I wanted to come through for Tyson because he's a, uh, you know, he, he's, he's got a lot of, he's got a different demographic that follows him Sometimes to, to some of the some of the older people in fly fishing. So so to speak, you know
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm not just saying
0: yeah Have it come across well It's always yeah. really late at night when we do these outros. Yeah, I have to listen back to it and go I can't remember <laughs> saying that
2: Yeah, it's hard not to get clunky at the end. Eh? I sort of you feel like Yeah, uh, uh, yeah Look he um Yeah I, th- I, I liked what I heard, mate. This guy's just gone out and and uh, he he's right into his fishing, there's no shortcuts for Tyson, you know, he thinks nothing to drive in eight, ten hours, whatever, just for those um, for those shots of the fish he wants to chase. Um, you know, and if if that can be your local option then, then go for it, you know. I I think that's fucking awesome.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I you might not have meant what like, how maybe i perceive what you just said then but i I guess i was sort of um opening up the definition of of local from what we've spoken about before um you know what i mean like it's um it's different for tyson like it's not like tyson lives in sydney and then flies up and fishes north queensland unguided he lives there that that is his local area i mean these species are his local species so to speak you know and um and that's the thing with with um, up there. Like, it, it is a lot of distance between, well, where you can launch, I guess, and uh, and the fish. So a lot of the areas are protected by weather and and um, um, you know uh, isolation. I guess you could say. You know, um, I think that's fair enough to say, right? It's not. It's not exactly as accessible as Southeast Queensland. You know, as far as like there's a boat ramp every every five kilometres or something like that.
2: Yeah, that's true sure mm.
0: so it takes a lot you know and plus the um yeah you know like, yeah I mean you it'd be it'd be well suited to have a setup like he's got with his boat and his trailer and stuff for the amount of Ks case, cases that you do there inspirational young lad I reckon that's for sure
2: mm. yeah he's certainly um not resting on his laurels because yeah they're doing good on him
0: yeah I think there's something for like uh, I mean it's inspirational for um for young fellas who are up and coming to to sort of see the the work that's gotta get put into it. And it's not just with fly fishing, it's with fly fishing in general. But also for the older dudes that have um you know maybe don't get out as much as they as they do these days that uh you know, maybe maybe get off your ass. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. How about yeah. that?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, like it's uh I mean yeah. Uh, I mean I'm sure you I'm sure you'd enjoy life a lot more, you know, if that applies to you. For sure Sometimes it's hard You can't get out Family commitments And all that sort of stuff But Just You know it's, it's easy to say Just make time But you know it's um, Sometimes making time Isn't isn't a comfortable thing
2: Yeah Yeah it's
3: true
0: Yeah So yeah Yeah That's what I reckon So mate um, Got any plans To get out Out fishing for toga In the middle of winter yet at this, On this weekend Or what
2: Possibly Toga or, or carp Yeah Who knows Hmm. But Yeah, hopefully it happened on Sunday. We'll see how it goes.
0: Yep. Yeah, pretty good time of year. Jeez, uh, I tell you, um, places must be um, hard to access around that around that lake now. When since they've closed off all the roadside access,
2: have they closed it off?
0: Well, I remember we spoke about that um,
2: in autumn. Yeah, right. Yeah, and no, I remember. Uh, I remember the chat about it, but I just. Uh, I've seen a few, uh, a few fish caught from the bank around there,
0: yeah, since then. Uh, all the stuff that I've seen has been from a boat. Okay. could yeah. be wrong, mate. I mean, I'll, I'm keen to hear back next week um, of how you got out of um, SEQ Ranger Jail. Ranger Jail? I
2: haven't
0: been jail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, mate. They got a jail there, for sure. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. They feed you um, – they give you a bed – they give you a cell. They feed you carp, bro. Um, <laughs> Ranger Bulch is the one who runs that place, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's trails around the um on the other side, though. You know. <laughs> Maybe that's
2: where the the footage I've seen's been from. Who knows? Who cares? You know. I'm
0: just trying to look out for you, man.
2: Mm.
0: I just want you to have the, the best time possible. In the most legal fashion you can.
2: Yeah, cool, dude.
0: Yeah, you know, done a lot of illegal stuff in your time, right?
2: Sure have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did, really. Sorry. I did 65 in the 60 zone once. No I've way. So badass. Yeah, yeah. Oh
0: yeah, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. After I broke down on the weekend, I I was following a lot of like uh you know nerds like yourself, you know that were doing 5k's under the speed limit as well, you know. Uh, I just wanted to rush. I wanted to get there. <laughs> What's wrong with doing the speed limit, mate? I don't I don't understand.
2: Yeah. It's
0: yeah, not a cool. problem. I, I encourage everyone to stay under the speed limit. Just official statement.
2: Sure. Sure. Yeah.
0: You get in trouble these days. Um Let's mate, wrap we it up, man. We don't have a guest for next week. Not yet. And we don't have intros. <sighs> Give us the intros, people yeah you know what would be really cool if someone just did a normal intro. hi my name's such and such you're listening in the midline line enjoy the show I mean I mean Jason Bohr gave us a normal intro for the Steve Starling interview <laughs> appreciate that Jace it was really cool to hear from you man yeah no, ju- no judgment here man no judgment
2: yeah mm-hmm. if you
0: want it yeah if you want to if, if you want to tell us your nicknames Netflix that's cool.
2: We haven't heard from him since then either.
0: Anyway, Jace. Jay Ball, J- J- yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, oh, yeah, I, I we could always ask Scotty Gorman, like you know, we might find out something about him. I believe he knows him,
2: yeah, that that might be what we do send him a message, Scotty. You heard from him, probably not. You see the Spartacus out, oh, Is okay. what? <laughs> new sp- New season of Spartacus. I don't know. Whatever the fuck he watches. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, dear. Anyway. um, Yeah, so we need intros, guys. Please, please, please send us some intros. Hmm. That'd be great. Who are we going to have on next week, Vols?
2: Uh, Good question.
0: We had a guy lined up and he he bumped us.
2: Yeah, we did, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Suddenly, suddenly uh, wasn't keen when he knew he was next in line. Yeah, yeah.
0: Something, to, something to do with the colour point comp, and I think cold feet just hit him again, you know, but
2: so deal. He'll never come on if you keep that up.
0: <laughs> that doesn't sound like he's going to anyway. <laughs> 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 that horse is bolted, son. No problem. <laughs> um, all right, well, we'll figure it out. <laughs> on air is not the place to figure it out Vols yeah
2: alright
0: see nara. you next week
2: mate good luck
0: yeah good luck to you too mate yeah.
3: can you hear
1: the desperate cries that are calling not shutting and twisting your arm holding up their heads and talking at your sleep until you feel the start you're lying sense of urgency I dread the attention when brings. And ever since the day I came here, I can stand without your strings. I'm so sick of all these people, but I'm scared to be alone. And if this life has taught me anything, I'm forgotten about the going so I hit the ground and I'm still running. But I need a place to stay tonight. where I'll be gone in the morning. I just need somewhere warm to close my eyes. Uh-huh. Hit the
3: my eyes.